welcome. You are listening to Assurance in Action, the podcast of your total quality assurance provider, Intertech. Our episode today will be on environmental sustainability uh, with guests Jeff Eves, uh, Sabrina Cescolini, and Eric Sajan. This episode will cover a basic overview of steps that an organization can take uh, to make themselves more sustainable and more environmentally conscious. Today, our topic will be environmental sustainability. Uh, joining us today will be three guests. Sabrina Trescolini, who is the Program Manager for Climate Change and Sustainability Services. Jeff Eves, who is the Program Manager for Green Services. And Eric Sajan, who is the Global Sustainability and Energy Manager. How are you guys doing today? Great. Oh, thank you. Great. Thanks. Great. So uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, you guys' background and uh, what you guys do for Intertech. So, Sabrina, let's start with you. So, uh, what is your background with environmental sustainability? Uh, thank you, uh, Seth. Um, my background is in environmental engineering. Uh, I've worked for several years, mostly in uh, environmental uh, uh, performance verification and measurement, like in indoor air quality, water quality, um, soil remediation, hazardous materials, and and also worked extensively with uh, sustainability in construction projects and in operations of buildings and facilities. So that's uh, most of my background. Great. Uh, Jeff? Yeah, I manage our ISO auditing that relate to environmental and health and safety programs. So I work with our global accreditation organizations and uh, help to implement uh, various environmental and safety-related audit programs. And so we, we help basically companies not only uh, meet the requirements of the different standards, but then hopefully implement uh, environmental and sustainability improvements. So, again, my background, I've basically been working in the environmental and safety field in both manufacturing and consulting for uh, about 20 years combined. Great. And Eric? Thanks, Seth. I uh, co-manage Intertech's global greenhouse gas emissions data. This includes collecting the emissions data on our scope one, two, and three emissions categories, which in turn provides data for Intertech's annual CDP report, uh, contributions to Intertech's annual report, and also proposing how we can generally become a more sustainable business at Intertech related to emissions and energy. I've been with Intertech for about seven years, uh, working almost exclusively on sustainability issues and progress, and uh, I graduated with sustainability or sustainable business degree in 2012, and have been at Intertech ever since. Great. So, Sabrina, let's start with a question for you. So, how can a large company take steps to protect the environment? That's an excellent question. I think, um, really, sometimes we forget that with sustainability for any uh, any company, large or small, um, that it's really a journey. And what we t- uh, talk with our clients about it are the different steps that they may need to take in that journey uh, to come to a fully developed sustainability plan um, or, or goals going forward. Um, 
that includes uh, protection of the environment. It often does include many other parameters as well. Um, we typically understand sustainability to include um, aspects of your organization related to governance or the community or your workforce. Uh, but focusing on the environment, I think that there are some additional challenges often related to data collection and calculations. So what we usually start with um, in any in any organization is to um, assess the material topics. So materiality assessments um, provide a sort of framework to go through all of the various um, sustainability uh, attributes that um, are typical for organizations to look at and determine which of those are material or relevant to your organization, either stakeholders in the organization as well as um, to the uh, organization um, operations itself. And we sort of plot that out um, to, to uh, allow companies to identify what those first steps would be. Um, and this is really a, a very early on um, evaluation that can be done, and it can be done internally or with the help of a, of a third party or second party um, uh, advisory uh, group. Um, once you've been able to identify those, I think that the next steps are often to create goals and visions, just like with any other um, initiative in a company, setting those goals early on will ensure that you're sticking to them and achieving them. Um, those goals should be developed in a way that aligns with the core values of the company. Um, and that's often overlooked as well uh, in this process, really sticking to uh, your, your own company's core values. Um, following that, it really dives into the challenges of data collection um, and drawing organizational boundaries uh, for your for your uh, overall evaluations and 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 those often may let's say include just um, your organization it might include suppliers it may include um, tier three suppliers uh, so those all need to be identified at early stages. After that, um, you're able to take that data and really do something valuable with it. This often involves um, conducting the calculations uh, related to, let's say, your GHG emissions or your water consumption so that you can actually start to derive real value from that data. Once you're able to do that, you can then revisit those goals and see how you're doing with progress. And this is, uh, you know, these steps may happen over the span of a year. Um, and then they would have to be revisited again in the following year to start to trend and track um, movement and whether or not you're actually achieving those reduction goals. So it's, it's not something that um, is ever really uh, is ever really done. Uh, it's a journey. And I think um, uh Focusing on those early um, materiality assessments and identification of your core values as an organization related to sustainability will really help with the rest of the journey. All right. Uh, so, Jeff, uh, what should an organization look for when trying to improve its environmental sustainability processes? Well, to build on what Sabrina said, I think an organization really needs to understand the context in which they operate so not only locally but globally. You know, so what are the things that they can do to make a difference and, and again set set the goals related to that. But specifically, 
looking at things like upstream issues. So how do they procure products and services? What arrangements do they have in, in, in getting ingredients and, and materials that they need, uh, for instance, if they're manufacturing? And, and look specifically at the, you know, what are the operations that they're trying to implement and set the criteria for these operations. You know, we in the ISO speak talk about these being the operational controls and defining the criteria. So how is it that we're going to manage it? But integrating sustainability within these processes is very important. So these are the things that as an organization we're doing on a day-to-day basis. Well, how do we make sure that, okay, while we're doing this, we're being more sustainable, uh, we're taking these things into account. So, okay, we're, we're reviewing our performance as well. How are we doing uh, against what we said we were going to do? So, again, taking these things into account on how you implement, but also monitor your performance against these. You may have set these higher-end goals, but it's important to integrate these into the individual process and trying to drill down these goals or set goals individually for a process to ensure that it's actually meeting the requirements that you have. And so not only looking at within your fence line, but having goals related to, again, more being more green from a procurement standpoint, or also the, the performance of your product or services. Are you being more sustainability? sustainable based on what you set out to achieve, but then also, you know, are you giving the information to your uh, customers or, or consumers so that they can utilize your products and services in a more sustainable way? Yeah, I would just quickly building on what Jeff said, I would also add in the partnerships, um, you know, well-rounded partnerships with groups of, of stakeholders, both internal and externally. I know personally working at Intertech, I found a lot of value in using third-party um, groups to provide perspective and unknown resources that I didn't know were available. And internally, uh, it's night and day working with the difference in working with uh, champions that would propel the sustainability mission from a business case perspective rather than always treating it possibly as a requirement or like a must-have to stay competitive. I think when you open up what's really available, that makes a big difference in partnerships. So, Eric, uh, how is becoming more environmentally sustainable uh, beneficial to a business? Seth, I'm glad you asked this question. It's probably my favorite question in a sustainability forum. <laughs> uh, first, I'd say everything we do in business is dependent on the natural world. Without healthy functioning ecosystems, Costs rise and resources become constrained. And then second, I'd say, second, I'll I'll say there is no concept of waste in nature. And that needs to sink into the hearts and minds of every business leader because the opportunity from applying sustainable business practices have only barely begun. Abundance and diversity is really nature's way, and businesses that eliminate waste in any system find more abundance and profit all around them. I would say my favorite example is walking into a big box store on a bright sunny day with a comfortable temperature outside and suddenly we're hit with super bright LED lighting and extremely cold air conditioned space, right? I think we've all been there. You know, what's fantastic is light is free during the day. Yeah, we are, we're still artificially 
lighting the majority of buildings and offices all day long. I, I've noticed one major retailer in the United States where I'm where I'm currently located using skylights. And, and why aren't we using skylights everywhere? You know, LED lights are cheaper. You know they're cheaper to operate, and it's a reduction of electricity use, which is all great. But the sun is free light, and it's better for us. That's a sustainability benefit to business, which eliminates the impact, not reduce it, and has a list of benefits to business. Last question, uh, Jeff. What are the benefits of a third-party service or certification in relevance to environmental sustainability? Well, the primary benefit of a third-party certification is really that it provides credibility to the organization's claim that they're doing things in a sustainable manner. So an organization, uh, by achieving a third-party certification, they're not only making a public claim, but they're having it verified by a third-party certification. So, again, it's providing that credibility to the organization. Additionally, um, when it comes to sustainability, there's a lot of different sustainable programs out there that you'll see, uh, for instance, out on the Internet or, or advertised by other organizations as far as, you know, do this and you have this green claim or green stamp. And, and there, there's not really any verification that these claims really uh, mean anything or, or quite honestly make sense. So it's important to be able to, uh, consider what green claims are out there, but also who is the certification body that's going to uh, not only check that the green claim is there and being achieved, but also are you is this whole certification process adding value to the organization? So um, providing, yes, the certification, but also value to what you're doing so that you can identify further opportunities for improvement. Again, in this context to be more sustainable. Intertech has a corporate sustainability certification now uh, that has recently just been um, published. And this certification, what it does is it goes beyond just making an individual claim uh, with respect to a part of a company's business or just related to the product, whereas now this is what we're calling an end-to-end corporate sustainability certification. So it's taking into account, of course, your Again, the upstream and downstream issues, as we, we tend to call it, where, okay, we're going at, we're looking at procurement, but also how are uh, governments in terms of how you're uh, implementing uh, your, your, your uh, organization, uh, financial sustainability, uh, as well as things like from anything from emergency preparedness, quality and safety, um, and of course the environment. So a lot of different uh, aspects of the organization. You know, Intertech has taken a look at what are the the, the what well, we have actually ten different modules that covers pretty much the implementation of an organization and integrates how you can do these things in a more sustainable manner. And Intertech has created uh, its own standard based on our breadth of knowledge and experience globally and with uh, many different sectors um, and everything from inspections and manufacturing and uh, services, testing, all these kinds of things. We've used this experience to develop these sustainability criteria that hopefully will allow more of a 
level playing field where organizations will be able to say, okay, well, at least if I, I never thought of this and I'm going to implement sustainability in this part of my business. So that, again, it's not just strictly uh, what am I emitting, but how are we operating from end to end and how can we achieve these results? And, and we've also implemented a, a maturity model within this that will help provide organizations an idea of where they stand, you know, am I doing the right things to be sustainable? But, you know, what goals could I have if I want to achieve a, a higher maturity rating from Intertech? This tells me that these are some things that, that I could look at doing for, uh, more thoroughly or at a higher level to achieve a, a greater maturity and sustainability. Thank you for listening to Assurance in Action. Uh, if you would like to learn more about environmental sustainability, please follow the links in the description of this podcast. And as always, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on social media. Links for both of those will be in the description of this podcast as well. Thanks for listening.